Welcome back to The Ron Show for Wednesday, December 28, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts, on the America One Radio app, americaonradio.com. We're on with Paulding County Democratic Party Chair Andrea Bearwald, and we're talking a little bit about this article that just kind of blew me away. If if J.D. Vance wrote Hillbilly Elegy, this to me was like Redneck Requiem. I mean, it, it read like a book, like a movie script almost, uh, following uh, the, the footsteps of Cody Johnson, age 33, who in rural northwest Georgia is the anti-Trump voter we may not have even knew existed. And I, I feel like one of those big city liberal elites when I say that, but at the same time, again, I, I, my sister-in-law, my ex-sister-in-law is very much not a Trump voter, and she too lives in Marjorie's district. And as Andrea will attest, there are a lot of folks in Northwest Georgia who aren't Marjorie Taylor Greene fanatics and Trump voters either. In fact, you guys are, are, are showing at, at least like near 40% uh, the last three cycles uh, as, as no votes for that MAGA movement. So kudos on that. So how do you build from there, Andrea? Um, well, we, um, we really worked hard. And I, I must say that, um, that Marcus Flowers had a really good ground campaign. Thought so too. Um, that really helped. Um, he had a field organizer um, that was really, really good, Katie Marvel. Mm. Um, and he also, his deputy campaign uh manager molly roar um were on the ground here a lot and they um had some really good field um organizers working with them Mm. and um they knocked i don't know how many thousands of doors here in paulding county which really 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 helped a lot um they talked to usually when we go door knocking we talk mainly to democrats Mm. Um, they talked to, uh, and we might talk to some undecided people. They talked to Democrats and they also talked to at least leaning Republicans. Mm. Um, and they talked to, um, a lot of those Republicans they talked to, um, seem to be interested in voting for Marcus. Mm. Um, he ended up getting, in Paulding County, he ended up getting 39% of the vote. Okay. Which outside of that little gerrymandered part of Cobb County mm-hmm. that was, you know, that was added onto our district was the highest percentage that he got in the Northwest in, in CD 14. Sure. Um, that was really good. I was really surprised um, that it was only 39% though. I, I, I figured you were probably going to say that, that it might've been disheartening because uh, you know, you, 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 you rave so much about his campaign and I thought he read a, ran a really good campaign as well. I thought he was the right kind of candidate for that district if someone were going to win. Because he's not, you know, a Bernie crazy liberal to the, you know, extreme type, as as I might be. Uh, progressive, he was a very much middle-of-the-road, moderate, Reagan Democrat almost. Yeah, yeah. He was, um, he was definitely just kind of moderate, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he had, he had had military service. Uh, I was, I was really surprised and, and, and because so much work had been put in, like I said, um, a bit disheartened. I was hoping, I was hoping we'd at least break through the 40% mark, but yeah. we were almost there. Yeah, you were close. Um, and, um, and it was not for lack of trying. Mm-hmm. It really was not for lack of trying. I have never seen, um, 
course, I've only been doing this since 2016, but um, uh, in that time, I have not seen um, people work harder than what, what everybody did this cycle. We were talking off the air coming into this break about, uh, you know, counties like yours, where oftentimes you have elections where folks run uncontested. Is that still an issue at the local level? Well, it is. It is in um, some cases. We have had more people step up. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have, um, we had most of the state house seats. I'm trying to think. We had most of the state house seats contested. Good. Um, not everybody actually got out and campaigned. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have, um, uh, like in, in House District 19, mm-hmm. um, R.J. Quill was, um, got out and campaigned a lot um, in House District, and he came away with 37% of the vote. Right. Um, that's, a, that's a district that's turning blue that we really could probably do something with. Um, we just have to keep plugging away at it. Okay. Um, and then House District 64, which is a new district, um, in South Southern Paulding County, I think it's like southwestern Paulding County. I probably got that wrong. Um, middle southern part of Paulding County and in Douglas County. Mm-hmm. Um, and Montanea Edwards run in, ran in that state and she got 45% of the vote. All right. Which is absolutely amazing. So she's right there with that. This is the second time she's run. She ran for state senate last time. Mm-hmm. That was really good. The other um, really good result we got was. Um, um, Taurus Magic Morris ran for county commission. Mm-hmm. She's run for county commission two other times. This time she also got 45% of the vote. So she's right there on the edge. So I'm hoping that we can, um, that, th- that they will continue to run mm-hmm. because they're almost there. Um, and then we had a really, really excellent um school board candidate mm-hmm. that is very, very qualified, Selena Jackson Guinness. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she, she is so qualified. She's just an amazing woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but she only got like just the, just the, what we've been getting, which is like 37% mm-hmm. of the vote. Um, it's unfortunate too. I I, I hear yeah. you talk about these percentages, and then at the same time, like I I know what Democrats espouse. I know what the party platform is like, and having you know been married into the 14th district, you know, uh, and uh, having in laws that that live in that area. I mean, my one of my sister in law, one of my ex sisters in law, is a school teacher. You know, I I understand which party is better on education and for educators, and I also know that. You know, no one's making a lot of money, you know, in in my in-law side of the family and that there are struggles and there are, you know, between like uh, work and disability and uh, there was a uh, like a mental health issue uh, with uh, a child that was, you know, uh, in in the foster care system that they were going to bring into the fold. There's just a lot of things that would totally benefit that family. But I can only think of the one voter from my in-laws who voted that way. And so it's just fun when you, if you were able to strip away the party labels, you almost feel like you have a chance. 
Yeah, again, it goes back to looking at the issues instead yeah. of the party. Yeah. Um, so, mm. so if we can kind of look toward doing that more, I think in the end, though, people are still going to say, well, what party are they in? Yeah, you know? right. Um, which just puts us right back at square one. Right.